she just looked at me funny and she was like, excuse me, are, are you Irish? And I said, um, yes, I am, matter of fact. <laughs> that's, how that, that's how that worked. So, what, so do you, you, usually, you don't usually wear green then? Because you don't Not want as people much knowing anymore. that you're Irish? Uh, I toned back on a little bit on the green, partly because I got married and my wife has infinitely more fashion sense than I do. Mm. I believe both of you commented on my jacket. Uh, she was behind that decision. I'm wearing it again today for the podcast it audience. It's a good jacket. If you've got a question, the voices of resin are here. So welcome to the podcast. We started taping mid-story. I'm Mercedes. And I am Lindsay Neville. Um, and we are Plastics, the voices of resin. Um, and with our, uh, with, our, with our us today, we have our special guest, Mr. Connor Kylan. Yeah. Thank you for scheduling me so close to the refreshments. Yes, absolutely. We try. Anytime. Well, Connor, do you want to introduce yourself first? Yes, so at the moment I am here as a member of the SP Executive Board, um, but I've been an SP member for many, many years, going back to about 2000, I think, when I first joined in the thermoforming division. That's where I first started my plastics career. And then I slowly got more involved by becoming the editor of their magazine. And then I also got more involved in sustainability after having a bit of an epiphany while reading a book called The Ecology of Commerce. And we can talk a bit more about that. But uh, I'm actively involved in the sustainability division, recruiting uh, authors and writers so we can generate a lot of content and get more people involved in our division, which is a very broad mandate and big umbrella for all things related to plastics and sustainability. Yeah, that feels like you kind of have a lot on your shoulders with, you know, um, I know we were listening to the new SP president, Brian Landis' speech earlier this week, and he was talking about sustainability and how we all have a, you know, a responsibility to it. And um, so does that all fall on the sustainability division? You guys just man in the ship for us? No, not exactly. Um, and in some ways, it's, it's sort, of a, a sort of a paradox because in many ways, when sustainability was first becoming a hot term, along with things like triple bottom line, uh, and, and full cycle accounting associated with natural capital. In fact, the author of Natural Capital was just here, Emery Lovins. What, what is that? You said triple bottom line? Yes, the triple bottom line. What does that mean? So that is related to both financial, social, and environmental benefits of ah, any business effort. I'm writing that down in my little book. <laughs> yeah. She's going to use it like she knows what she's talking about now. Meaning, I mean, there's been many, many studies published over the last 15, 20 years and probably going back a bit farther for some of the real pioneers that uh, companies that take the environmental effects of their business into consideration will actually have higher profits and better overall employee retention than many of their peer companies that do not have such a focus. Do you have any specific companies that like set that example? Uh, the one that, that always sticks out in my mind is when I first learned about it uh, when I was back at business school at Babson when I was the president of the Energy and Environmental Club there. And there was a report, and I always sort of remember it was A.T. Kearney was the report, and they had about 16 companies that outperformed their peers. Uh, and one of them was actually a division of uh, United Technologies, if I recall correctly. It was the Sikorsky Aircraft. Sikorsky actually had some very impressive... Uh, environmental and sustainability programs in the early days and um, because their numbers were um, well tracked and published they were able to do benchmark benchmarking studies and show that they outperformed peer companies in that same space oh, I love a good benchmarking study <laughs> I really do don't don't we all I know <laughs> I know you're serious <laughs> I know. 
This is a data-driven podcast, yes? It's a, yes, we do a lot of research. As long as the data Just is in crayon, <laughs> then we're probably good. Is in crayon? Yes. Is this in reference to Blutiful? See, this is, so I'm Color and Appearance Division, right? And, and newly a joined member of Sustainability Division. Um, yes, welcome. Thank you. I, I, I feel at home here. Um, but, uh, yeah, so a couple of years ago, uh, Mass Subramanian discovered a new, a new blue, a new blue pigment um, known as, as Yinmin Blue. Uh, based on the, the elements that he used to, to create it. And it was, it was accidental, as many things happen, and, and innovation, right? So this, so uh, Shepherd Color now has, has the license to sell it, um, this, this new pigment. Um, and it, but it, so it, it blew up when uh, articles pun? were published. Unintended pun. pun. What was the, where was the pun? It blew, blew up. up. You're talking about oh. blue. <laughs> it blew up. Excellent. On, well played. <laughs> Ouch. Okay, it's been a long day. It's been a long week. And I've loved every second of it, though. But um, but yeah, so it, it went viral. I mean, this this post got like uh, like something like 14 million hits or something insane. It's like when when ever would a, a pigment that get that kind of publicity? So in fact, uh, the guy who who works in the lab for Shepherd Color, who anytime somebody requested a, a sample, he was putting together that sample. He spoke in our color and appearance session Fantastic. on Monday. And he was like, he's he's like, I'm on Wikipedia, guys. Like, that's how big, wow. that's nice. how big blue got this Yinmin blue got. Now, um, uh, uh, in response to that, Crayola retired their um, not so popular dandelion crayon, and uh, had a naming competition uh, in honor of this new blue. And so that crayon is called Blutiful. Excellent. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us on the on the podcast. It was a distinct pleasure. Thank you. All right, distinct. You hear that? It was distinct pleasure. I think we're in violent <laughs> agreement. This yeah. is one of our best. Hey yo. Hashtag sustainability. <laughs> hey, thanks so much for listening to Plastics. New episodes appear on the first Friday of every month. So either follow or subscribe to get those new episodes ASAP. Um, and we have a very special guest with us today. Dr. Brian Landis. Um, so he's with the Dow, the Dow Chemical Company, and he is the president of SPE. So welcome. Thank you. Fantastic to be with you. We were just talking to Connor Carlin about sustainability. And the reason we were talking to him about that is because your presidential speech, or whatever you want to call it, inaugurational speech, does it get a really good title like that well you would know right i'm glad you had to say that because <laughs> i don't i'm not saying that word <laughs> your intro introductory with the when you state of the opening union. remarks oh. the state of the opening that's remarks. a lot easier that right? is easier yeah. yeah i was gonna say when you did the talking the other day <laughs> um you touched on a lot of the alliance to end um plastic waste and their mission and how you know spd should kind of bring that mission in internally do you want to you want a couple comments on that yeah yeah well <laughs> I mean, I know, <laughs> that'd I'm be great i'm distracted by a, a video that's playing in the uh in the ren center here uh <laughs> of people dancing i like dancing i like music there are probably people from antec that are dancing yeah. because <laughs> the experience is pretty awesome get ready right get ready um so you were gonna make comments though <laughs> <laughs> but is the dancing sustainable i don't i don't know i don't know if it is no we get back to sustainability, sure. The thing that struck me about what we're experiencing here, 
right, is that there is a greater awareness of sustainability in our society and in general society, uh, much more so than I had really realized. We see all the images on TV which are horrific, right, or on the net, which are horrible. And it's a call to arms to do something. And I made a call to arms to us in our professional society here to raise awareness, thinking that maybe we weren't really focused on this. And, you know, what has been pleasantly surprising to me is as I walk around and talk with people individually or we share in a larger audience, people are already on this. It is part of their everyday fabric of life. And what we're trying to figure out here now is, and I think we have a really good shot at it, is how we can contribute to doing something about it, right? Because I think we can be a major force in bringing folks together to not just, you know, increase awareness, that's good, but doing something, right? Doing something active that pushes people and pushes organizations um, to act in socially responsible ways. So, so what can we do as, um, as a society or as divisions, sections? What are some specific things that, that we could do? Yeah, I, that's a great question. Sections are really easy. Sections, since they're geographic, they, they have communities, right? People get together in SPE sections because they live in a, the same geographic area. But they also live um, you know, amongst their normal everyday life community. And it's a couple of things that sections can be really involved in now. And that one is education in their communities, helping people become aware of not just what we do well here, the benefits of plastic, which there are many, but also what these challenges are. And to call them to a seat at the table to say, what are some things you would like to see done about this? What are things in our own community that we could do to make an impact? Whether that's working side by side on a, in a local landfills, stream, recycling facility, because in doing so, when we, walk, when we work together side by side, you develop those relationships, you generate ideas, and you create an excitement and a passion for achieving something. And it's in creating that passion that we can really bring armies of people together to tackle this issue. The divisions have a unique position in that they're all technology-based. And one of the components of the solution is going to be technology, right? It's going to be how do we bring to bear the innovation engine to address this issue. So I think if you put those two things together, the, the innovation, the scientific innovation we have, the arm, and community, we can make a big difference for the world. Oh, man, see, you stepped right over my question because I was going to say a lot of what we hear is join the sustainability division. Which you hear that from me <laughs> over and over again hear since you. I joined a but couple of days ago. Yes, now you're all sustainability I am, yeah. But I'm on the injection molding division, and I like the injection molding division, and I like my $10 going to the injection molding division. But you can, you can d be a member of both. Yeah, but my point is, and like Brian's saying, the injection molding division should be one of the divisions working towards that sustainability goal. And I think probably, maybe I'm overstepping my bounds here, but... Uh, injection molding is probably the biggest, those parts are probably the biggest eye on pollution. Well, maybe with the exception of bags and straws, but like 
most things you think of that are recyclable are I've, injection molded. I mean, I feel I feel like you are. I feel like them's fighting words, hmm. but like. <laughs> Bring it, color division. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! Touche. Okay, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Not gonna <laughs> we should probably yeah, See ya. call today. All, right. All right. Thanks, thanks for listening. Plastics, the Voices of Resin, is a plastics podcast sponsored by SPE, Inspiring Plastics Professionals. If you want to find out more about SPE, please visit www.thor, like the number, spe.org. If you've got a question, the Voices of Resin are here. Oh, plastic.